This is the World Industrial News for Tuesday, November 15th, brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to part five of their podcast, How to Leverage the U.S. Infrastructure Bill to Modernize the U.S. Power Grid. Perfect. Thanks. Thanks, Mona. And I think we'll get into it a little bit um, even more following in this conversation. But but for now, let's shift a bit. Let's focus on sustainability. You know, we are we're seeing the consequences of an outdated grid in the West right now in California. Power companies have to balance demand spikes due to record temperatures, ensuring that, you know, equipment doesn't spark fires. And those fires have been made more destructive because of record droughts. The state's also asking residents to curb usage when supply simply can't meet demand. Updating the grid is a massive undertaking and could benefit companies across so many sectors. Pat, can you just walk us through how you see companies benefiting from updating the U.S. power grid and how the U.S. infrastructure bill aids in protecting our environment? Maybe walk us through some opportunities or disruptors and and big trends. Okay. Well, there certainly are benefits, and I'll go through those in a second, but I want to say one thing. That is the upgrading of this grid is it's not a it's not a luxury. This is a necessary condition because we already know where the problems are coming. And many the power companies know how to fix them. For example, we can mitigate the damage from wildfires by undergrounding the trans uh, the transmission lines. But that's very expensive. And so to actually pay for that, we have to see how that would be developed as a project within an individual power company. And one of the incentives they can't use is it's better for the whole nation. And there's almost no question that we have to look very, very closely at how technology will affect this grid. But the main thing it's going to do is going to put a lot more intelligence at the edge. We saw this before. There's an old telecom article called The Rise of the Stupid Network. It's basically an article that says the telephone company should get out of the functionality and should deal with having the ability to transport data around. And that gave rise to a new telecom system where there was a tremendous amount of intelligence at the edge. The same thing will now happen in the power business. Because for example, with rooftop solar, a lot of your generation actually sits behind the meter. It doesn't sit in the domain of the power company. And how do these things exchange information so that you can still consume it and and generate it at the same time? And that's a unique feature of the grid. It's one of the few uh, industries where the product is consumed the instant it's made. So there, there, isn't no, there isn't storage or there wasn't storage at one point. We're starting to put in more and more storage, which will change the grid and make it much more, uh, much more complex to operate, but will generate a lot of benefits. To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. 
Economists at the Organization of the Petroleum Exporting Countries said they're expecting an uptick in U.S. crude oil production, though the pace of growth is slowing. OPEC in its monthly market report for November said upstream activity in the U.S. is improving and no longer limited to key production centers such as the Permian Basin. ACOM saw an uptick in its project backlog at the end of its 2022 fiscal year, which wrapped up in September. Despite the impact of a stronger dollar, the company's global design business reported its highest quarterly growth rate in more than a decade. Total backlog in the design business increased by 8%, fueled by transportation and energy-related projects. Industrial Info is tracking more than $53 billion worth of projects worldwide that are using ACOM services, including nearly $20 billion worth within the U.S. The bulk of these projects are state or municipal transportation system projects. On the renewables front, ACOM is serving as environmental consultant for a major municipal project in California and an offshore wind project near Massachusetts. Algonquin Power and Utilities Corporation faced an adverse fiscal third quarter as its results were negatively impacted by increasing interest rates and the timing of tax incentives related to certain renewable energy projects. Executives with the Energy Generation, Transmission and Distribution Utility said on Friday, the company, which serves both the U.S. and Canada, is now reviewing its plans for 2023 in light of a changing business environment, its executive said. Algonquin reported a net loss of $195.2 million for the just-ended quarter, compared with a loss of $27.9 million for the same period in 2021. The Venezuelan government and opposition have met in Paris as part of the Peace Forum, offering hopes for new dialogues and hinting toward the ease of sanctions. Last week, French President Emmanuel Macron organized a meeting as part of the Paris Peace Forum with Colombian President Gustavo Petro, Argentine President Alberto Fernandez, and Norwegian Chancellor Anakin Huitfeldt to talk about the political situation in Venezuela. Representatives of the Venezuelan government and the opposition also participated in the meeting. And the European Union is getting ready to ramp up its investment in carbon capture and storage projects with a new $3 billion package of funding. Energy Commissioner Kadri Simpson announced the major funding boost at the recent Carbon Capture Utilization and Storage Forum, which was held in Oslo, Norway. For details on these and other breaking news, read the full stories at www.industrialinfo.com. I'm Peggy Tuck reporting for Industrial Info News.